So, what are we calling this thing? Um, the Brick Nebula Podcast? Sounds good. This is the Brick Nebula Podcast. Today, we're going to do an amalgam of audio clips. Uh, both Dave and I have been really busy with life and work and everything, that we haven't had a chance to sit down and actually record too much. What I'll try to do is I'll give an explanation as to some of the upcoming segments. Basically, there was a Sunday that we got together and sat down and brewed some beer. Uh, it's uh, We're calling it the Brick Nebula Brew, by the way. Anyway, we got together, had a few drinks, sat down and talked. Really didn't make too much sense. Uh, I'll try to salvage as much as I can from it. Um, it's not the best recording, but hey. And then probably what I'll do is I'll splice in some stuff that I had recorded at Brickfest. I actually got an interview with Chris Giddens that I'm going to try to to uh, mix in later. I've got some comments about Brickfest, but I guess I'll hold off on that a little bit longer. Sorry it's been so long with these podcasts, but we have just been way too busy. So, without further ado, here's our first segment. get that? No, I didn't get that. Darn it. <laughs> and then the only time I ran out of uh, architectural pieces is when I was building that Omega Destroyer about four years ago. Of course, the pile has doubled since then. Yeah. I haven't done anything at all LEGO related since our last podcast. I didn't get a second message from LEGO Ambassadors. Did you get that link that I sent you last time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> uh... Well, we'll probably won't post that one, but... No, not safe for work. Not safe for anything. Especially if we have any young people listening to our podcast. Not safe for Lugnet. Yeah. J-Lug, maybe. Yeah. That breeze feels nice. So I got the catalog yesterday. Yeah, I got it two days ago. New Lego one? Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I just kind of flipped through it while I was taking a dump and... And saw the, uh... Taking a beep. <laughs> yeah, taking a beep. <laughs> and saw the, uh... The, um... Saw the Star Destroyer, or not the Star... Yeah, the Star Destroyer and the Death Star again. Thinking, that is a crap load of gray. Have you seen the pics of people actually putting one together? Which one? The Death Star or the Star Destroyer? Uh, the Death Star. No. I mean, there's... There's a lot of technic insights to it, which is interesting. Is it built better? Is it more structurally sound than the Star Destroyer? I probably not. From the pics that I was looking at, it didn't look like it was. But that's a crap load of parts, though. You know, what, 3,400 or 3,700 pieces? Yeah, the the one pic that i seen up on Bricklink, I'll see if we can find it, but had the guy actually unpacking it and, and starting to build it. Like... I think his first shot was just 
getting it out of the box, which in itself looked like a chore, because there's like two huge boxes inside this thing. And they're jammed with like two dozen bags each. <laughs> and then um, then it looks like he's got uh, the initial Technic piece set up, you know, the, the tower mm -hmm. that you actually stand everything on. So, and then I, I think that's as far as he got on the first day of building. I, I haven't seen... I haven't gone back yet to see if he actually completed it or not, but looks interesting. I did see, I did read some of the marketing blurbs that were on the page with it. You can turn off the turbo, the uh, super laser cannon by removing the neon parts. I could. Okay, some marketer wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing I noticed, for as much as we ragged on the dino sets last time, the. Uh, the helicopter actually looked pretty sweet. The one with the big uh, guns on either side, on either pod. Yeah, uh, I got yeah. two things about that. One, Lego said that they would never make any war machines. Fire, <laughs> like liar, tanks. pants on fire. <laughs> Give me a break. There's more arsenal on those damn tanks than there are in. With with the dino stuff, I don't particularly like the dino portion of it. Yeah, but those I do like go on brick link. But I do like the styling. To say that the style of the, uh, the actual the, hardware, yeah, the, the 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 military hardware that they did. Granted, I, I don't like the huge, big blocks that comprise chunks of it, but I do like how the the war machines look. So I guess fantasy violence is okay to have, other than real violence. Is that what? What we come away with this? Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think I haven't been PG rated in years, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I've always my first Lego set was a helicopter. So I've always liked Lego helicopters. Some of them have been really good. Yeah, over the years. Oh, this one has a, a lot of nice curves to it. A lot of nice. But yeah, I, I realize I go through this this cycle with Lego. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you see the initial picks like on Toy Fair, and you go, "Hey, that's not too bad. That kind of sucks. The idea kind of sucks." Like the the, or, the original dinos. I've I seen the dino sets in the original Toy Fair back in like February, mm -hmm. maybe later. And I thought they just kind of look kind of stupid, and. But, you know, then again, it was just mock-ups because they hadn't gone to production with them and, you know, this, the idea of what they were thinking about doing. Then you go through this, okay, you see high-res images online and you go, oh, if you can get past the dinos, if I can only get past the dinos, I think it wouldn't be a bad thing. Then I actually sat down and, like you, was taking a beep. I was looking at <laughs> the catalog. And thinking, you know, this really isn't that bad. The color schemes isn't bad. I, I like how they work the slime green into it. Yeah. The can. And, and that burnt red. Yeah. Blue, iron or rust color, whatever you want to call it. So if I look at it from a piece perspective, it's not that bad. Because there is a lot of nice, interesting parts in it. But I really do like the stylings of the, the helicopter and the Humvee and the various vehicles. 
Yeah, but see, I've got so many damn tires that... Yeah, and the last thing I need are wheels and tires. Yeah. <laughs> I got two, uh... No, Give I us hovercraft. Give us... I got, I got three of those blue tubs full of wheels and tires. Yeah, I... I don't even want to count. And bags and, ba- and Ziploc bags full of them that I just tossed on the shelf to get out of the way. I got to the point where I was selling tires for a penny on Bricklink because I was so tired of having them sit in my store. <laughs> and somebody bought all 300 of them. Well, 300. 300 nothing. I probably got five to 10,000 in those bins of various sizes. Yeah, it was funny that, that the Granador the CEO I paid for. of Lego made fun of that, too. We're the world's largest tire manufacturer. <laughs> That's got me a little scared. Well, yeah, us too. But we can attest to it. There's only a couple of wheels I've specifically gone out to purchase. Some from the Technic motorcycle. Yep. Uh, some of the really large balloon tires from the Technic stuff, the other Technic items, and the uh, racing slicks, the large Technic racing slicks. <laughs> That's been it. All the others have just shown up over the last 20 years. <laughs> they breed, I think. It's like when you put computer power cables in a drawer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you come back a year later and there's like five times when you go, ah! <laughs> Rabbits. So the next phase in that cycle is to actually pick up one in the store and look at it, hold yeah. the box and turn it around. And then the final phase is to actually break down and purchase one. That ain't going to happen at full price. 60 bucks. That's a lot. It is on my Christmas list, but I think it's like number eight. So that means I'll never get it. I don't think I have anything on my Christmas list. Yeah, the new advent calendar. It's got people in it. That's pretty exciting. Let's look at the one from last year. They didn't make it. I never even opened it. I think I'm going to open it this year. Is that the one you got from Mike? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm going to... I like the new Harry Potter graveyard set, though. Sorry, I really like the Harry Potter stuff in the catalog. Uh, sorry. I was blindsided by the dino stuff and the Death Star. So I listened to the interviews. And? They, look, they sound pretty good. That just a lot of... There's, well, it's funny. With Chris's interview, Chris Giddens, um, we were downstairs in the Brick Bazaar area. So you hear a lot of... Wait for my beer mumbling in the background and people mulling around. And then, like, in the middle of the interview, uh, one of the guys from Gateway Lug comes up and just starts talking. <laughs> like, we're trying to conduct an interview here. <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, it was fun. It's one thing if you advertise and said, put up a little sign on a table saying... On air. Brook Nebula recording on air. Feel free to come up and chat. <laughs> Actually, I should have did more of that. I really should have. I should have done a lot more advertising at Brickfest than I did. Like, somehow completely missed. Brick's in my pocket. Steve. Steven. Yeah, we I, still got to reply to them about a time to do a joint project. <laughs> and Greek Geek. Bricks also asked us or said something about doing a joint podcast too, which I haven't had time to think about anything for the last six weeks. Me neither. I'm hoping holidays will. The last time I spoke about Lego was when we recorded the previous podcast. I haven't touched any since then. 
Yeah, we did sort of talk about it at dinner. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, our next segment is with Chris Giddens. A uh, little bit of background behind this. It's Saturday at Brickfest. I had just set up in the Brick Bazaar area. Chris was walking through and uh, grabbed him and asked him to sit down with me and have an interview. So, in the background you'll hear a lot of people shuffling bricks, uh, sorting through bricks, looking for pieces. You'll have people asking questions and, uh, matter of fact, at one point in the interview, a member of Gateway Lug came in and just started into the interview, which is fine. his comments are appreciated. So, without further ado, here's the part one of the interview with Chris Giddens. I don't know how many parts I'll break this up into, but uh, hope you enjoy it. So, here it is. How you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? <laughs> How are you? Doing? <laughs> Let's let that stop there. Your wife's over here. <laughs> so I'm here with Chris. How you doing? Giddens? Yes, that's me. Admiral. Sure. What do you call yourself? I'm the well, you know, Admiral Giddens online. Okay. Captain presume sometimes too. <laughs> you lost the southern accent too. Well, you know, it comes and goes. I'm up, I'm up north, so there's no sweet tea around, so Ugh. you lose it. Start all getting all New York or something. It's gonna be bad. So, I know it, but still north. This is Yankee Lane. Anything above South Carolina is just wrong. There's no grits. There's no sweet tea. They put sugar in grits up here. That's just wrong. That's just gross. Grits are just wrong No way. I'm leaving. You know where you get grits from? When you ever stepped on a cockroach and that stuff that shoots out the side. Okay, yeah. that that has lost everybody on the podcast. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> they, just, they just logged off. They're like, oh my gosh. You finally listen to us? Yeah, I do listen to you. What do you think? It's cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's pretty neat. So plug your plug yourself. Plug, plug your, myself. Plug, you can plug go, your mocks. Plug you can your go to uh, www.classic-space.com, and that's where the uh, the new hangout for all things space. And uh, if you go to that web, you'll see a link to my site, which is pre-classic space, which you can go there directly with no W's. Just go pre.classic-space.com, and you can check out uh, pictures of my Lego and of my family and all that kind of cool stuff. So. And your new baby. And my new baby is really awesome, and he's six months old, and I'm away from him, and I'm crying and sobbing in my pillows. Yeah, and he was crying the whole week. We had to <coughs> smack him around a little bit. That's just wrong. But, six uh, months. Six months old. To the dot. To the dot. He's an awesome kid. He sleeps all night. We have we have not been woken up once with him in the night. It's a Tylenol PM we put in his evening bottle. It works really well. I think it's killing brain cells though, but he'll be okay. Yeah, he'll but he'll up. pay for it with the next one. That's yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that the joker will throw that off. If we have a girl. I don't know what to do with girls. I mean, I do, but I don't. But anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, but uh, just come to my site and you can check out the the pre-classic space stuff and and uh, there's some links to a bunch of other builders and everything. Why don't you but talk to us about 
how you came up with the pre-classic streets idea. All right. Well, um, we, uh, you know, we, we kind of missed the old space stuff that, you know, Lego used to make with the kind of the, used to Lego space things were, were kind of blank. You know, they were just kind of blank slates to build on. You know, you had a little general idea of the space police were the good guys and the back black tron were the bad guys. And, but uh, your imagination was just what, you know, was your limit on those. And, and not to say that Star Wars stuff and the storylines aren't, aren't terrible, but, you know, just kind of miss those things. And the things that Lego was actually putting out at the time was life on Mars and spaceport and everything. And, and those kind of seemed more modern day or, yeah, modern day themes. And, and then the, the stuff we grew up with, classic space, seemed way off in the future. And so just thought about it. And like, what a, what would be cool to bridge the gap between that? Have creations that would lend themselves to classic space sets, but would also pick up some of the the NASA-ish and you know whatever of uh, NASA and space stuff and 60s space and stuff like that, and of like modern day stuff. And so started blending those themes together and and started building some stuff about 2000, 2001, something like that. But really the Kind of the groove for it kind of started about 2002, and just been building series of mocks and stuff. It, you know, when I was a kid, you always wanted to build a fleet. You know, I mean, yeah. you use all your pieces, but it always came out looking like a like a big rainbow, and the ships didn't do what you wanted and everything. But but you know, now being older and and uh, more disposable and have yeah, well yeah, right. <laughs> Having bigger credit card bills and being able to buy all the stuff that you want and. And putting together a fleet, and that's you know what I've done. I've got a big capital ship and some smaller support ships and stuff. And it's kind of a, you know, when you saw all the classic space stuff in the catalog, they were all colored the same and had all this, you know, there was just you looking at you were looking at a fleet of something. It was up your imagination to do what with. So that's what we have in pre-classic space. But it's kind of smooth and NASA looking, but kind of future techy as well at the same time. So and it's a lot of fun to build. Really fun. Now you've been playing with the Ministry of Space too. <coughs> we, uh, we we after we created pre-classic space, we started having other sub themes. We had to have we kind of envisioned the, the the PCS guys as 60s America. Then you had to have the communists of that era and space race. So that's the Eastern Bloc, and we started with that. And Lenny Hoffman really took off of that. And then we of course decided to, to throw in China, and so uh, that's the uh, um, Jade Empire. And then we had uh, Mark Stanley came up with his evil with the three uh, for those who are elite, but uh, the evil guys they're like the terrorist organization. So we had to have the Star Rangers, which are a division of PCS. They're the 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 good guys, and Captain Fazum, who's the redneck action hero from the 50s or whatever, and he fights them. Get those guys, and then just kept on going. And so we decided to, to break out a little bit more and. And uh, Ministry of Space came from that. Actually, came from a comic book. Yeah. It's a great comic. Well, it, it's a great comic book. It's it's like three issues, and it could have been expanded out into about ten to be really good. But but the art in it's really great, and the uh, the idea behind it's really cool. So we just took the Ministry of Space. I think we're calling it the the Royal Kingdom. I think is is what stands for England now, and in, in the sub theme thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. A lot of fun. Um, it's by Warren Ellis for those that don't read the comics. Yeah, that's right. Warren Ellis and uh, is it Chris Wheaton? Is that his name? Or Weston? Or Chris? Yeah, or whatever is the guy who draws uh, the artist in that. He's great. Great artist. Really great.
Now, didn't you did some <coughs> airships from a video game that you were showing me one time? Airships, video game. Uh, Microsoft video game, sort of a steampunk type. No, I'm, that's not me. I, I, I'm not a steampunker. Steampunk's really cool, but I, I just I'm not all geared towards that. Okay. It's got to be like space for me. Just, just space. Just space. The retro guys are. I mean, the, the steampunk guys are cool. Actually, there's at Brickfest. There's some really cool steampunk stuff upstairs. But, uh, but I, I don't. I don't read steampunk. There's nothing. I think it's great stuff. But I just don't get into it. So. Okay. It's just not my not my bag. Baby. So, yeah. Babies limit your time of building. <laughs> just make a shirt. You know. Just, just say no. Yeah, baby equals no bill. <laughs> baby, will, baby will chew on your stuff. Take it to the hospital and pull a so one by four out of it. Actually, somebody gave us the little alligator with the little vacuum thing and the little thing. It's awesome. And uh, I'm hopefully going to buy him some Quattro and everything. And somebody in our um, our lug Dixie lug brought me some Duplo figs to give to him and everything. So. And I bought all the, the little uh, preschool Star Wars figures and, and sets and the Millennium Falcon that's all squished and cute and, and my wife won't let me play with it. It has to stay on the shelf. Stinks. She won't let me play with it. I'm like, please, no. Word of advice. Yeah. Buy the Thomas stuff now. Because it'll be worth a million dollars. Because it'll be no. Because your kid will love it. We had my uh, three-year-old nephew come over. We bought him the Percy. He sat yeah. there and played with it for three hours straight while we had the babysitting. It was like the per- perfect sedative. Cool. You know what's going to be really bad? And I've seen this trend with Larry, uh, Larry P. here and his son. You know, Larry's Mr. Train guy and his son is all space. So I'm all space and my little son's probably going to be all train. So I'm not buying Thomas. Forget it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> That's going to stink. It's going to be no trains. No trains. In the middle of the night, wake him up with a train horn as he screams, and he'll get all conditioned against it. Be in the car, come up to the, the to the train thing, and the little arms come down, and he starts squalling and everything, you know. And so like, that's need, right. So we need a duplo space then. That's exactly we really need. what we need. Cool so would it be to have some really cool fins and you know? Actually, there were some of those duplo tulos with a little jet and a little the little retro looking little red wings and stuff with the little uh, tanks on the end. Those were really cool. Duplo space would be awesome. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Jake. Duplo space. That's what yeah. you need. You listen to this podcast. You know you do. Yeah, you know. You know you do. You know who you are. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? No. You sure? It's, I'm worn out, man. Breakfast is awesome, but it's tired. Tell me about it. But it's a lot of fun. Do you have any space here on your table? Fortunately, no. Dude, you have no space? I see Castle. I see... See, dude, you have studios, you have no space. That's just wrong. Well, what's the last space thing that they've come out with since Star Wars? Yeah, Jake, what is the last nice thing? He's going to kill me. Jake, <laughs> where's the space, man? Where is it? We want more space. Where's anyway. Legend space set. Yeah, the ones we were promised. Yeah. Yeah. Last I'm totally going to lose my ambassador thing now. <laughs> He's going to, like, call me up and kick me out. You're doing it wrong. I want more Amtron. Mtron was cool. I'm not a big fan of uh, trans neon yellow. I don't know. In that theme, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too, too bad. Too bad. But uh, yeah, I'm more more muted color kind of guy, I guess. But anyway, uh, but 
you know, if you guys want to check out my site, give me some feedback, I'd appreciate it. There's, it's pretty neat. The community's pretty good about, you know, being really encouraging and being really honest. One of the things about the space guys, if you want to post uh, your spaceships to uh, the Classic Space Forums, uh, we want you to. We really do. But we're going to be brutally honest. That's one of the things people like and dislike about it because, you know, you know, if you put six pieces together and think it's like the the best thing ever, you know, you, we may have news for you. Well, we, but we'll offer some suggestions how to fix it. But, um, you know, we'll give our unbi unbiased opinion about it. And I'm not saying our stuff's perfect either. Uh, but uh, but our goal is to make better builders better you know, better space because it has to be the best. So, you have much input on the moon base stuff? Uh, yeah, actually, it formed, it was formed here. I was in the meeting with uh, me and Adrian Drake and uh, John Palmer and I think uh, uh, Paul Hartzog was here. Uh, just a couple others were here. Yeah, I was here for the start of that. It was. It's been amazing to see how that thing's exploded. The, the moon base here is huge. We we just actually put another monorail on it. We have two monorails on it, and, and uh, take more pictures. Man, the, the big Blacktron base is just incredibly cool. And Brian Darrow. Yeah, Brian uh, Darrow wrote that. It's just amazing, and uh, it's actually amazing how anyone can actually find that many of those trans yellow domes. Have like one quarter of a dome. I might have one. It's dirty too. Yeah. Well, they only made him once, but uh, but he's got he's got tons of track. He's it's a great great build and uh, it's really impressive. But and uh, Adrian's will react to things really cool and lots of really cool mocks on there. So. Any new trends in space? Oh, new trends. I don't know. The, the brain trust hadn't come up with any new ideas. Well, a lot of the brain, the brain trust, yeah. <laughs> you boys are my brain trust. Um, now, I, they're just kind of plugging along with different themes. I'm hoping to uh, really get to do an, uh, a larger PCS ship, bigger than the Vanguard kind of thing. I think it might be called the Atlas. Trying to Which is how many studs? Oh, the Vanguard is like... Oh man, it's like 260 or something like that. I, I really can't remember. It's been a long time since I counted. It has no studs. They're all covered up. But uh, it's about three feet long and everything. Uh, one of the cool things is uh, um, Ruben's uh, Ministry of uh, whatever it is, the totalitarian Catholic-y kind of whatever his his theme is. I can't think of it right now. It's really awesome. The the capital ship he put together has just got features upon features. It's impressive. It's really impressive. Uh, but, uh, oh, it's the Galactic Inquisition. That's it. No, and expect the Galactic Inquisition. But, uh, so it's, it's awesome. He's he's done a great job with that theme and uh, the design on it. His frescoes built in the end of the side, and it's just very, oh, it's awesome. It's like a flying cathedral. It's, uh, in, but with missiles. I guess they have communion with gunpowder. I don't know. It's, it's really awesome, though. That's right. Now, now you're now you're too skating. Earlier you're offering. But, uh, but anyway, it's really awesome. He did a great job oh, with that. So that that's kind of the that's the theme that's really, I guess, hot right now. Building more stuff and everything. So how did the whole asteroid thing take off this year? Well, disappointing. It did pretty well to start off with. There's um. Cause I only thought I saw five or six up there. Yeah, but uh, actually, it's a very part-intensive thing. You know, to build an asteroid that things can walk around in and everything. And there's a bunch online that, that aren't here. Oh, okay. um, but, uh, 
but it's 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 pretty neat. I, I really it's a it's a time intensive, part intensive thing as I looked at it to build and I wanted to. I really want to build one. Like uh, maybe a PCS spy base or something like that. And uh and the ones that are there, my favorite is the is like a, this cool looking retro Buick spaceship or whatever. And uh, it's got a little camper on the back and they partner on the asteroid and there's just big huge bear claw coming out and they're like escaping and everything. It's hilarious with the the little car and the little camper just really retro smooth and awesome. And uh, but uh, yeah, so that, that's some good, really good stuff. I hope that takes off. I like I said, I want to build one. It's just really parts intensive and time intensive to do. And, and so, yeah. And so I'm starting to build and like, go get your son, okay? Now my wife's super wonderful mom, but he deserves a lot of my time, so I try to give him as much as I can. But Brick Press is really cool. This is probably one of the biggest space turnouts of mocks and stuff. No, because that's yeah. Mine. So we're spilling out of the room we have, and the moon base is huge. So community's big. You guys, join us at classic-space.com and hang out with us and everything because it's. Uh, it's a good community. It's a fun community. I mean, the only thing we take serious is building better. Everything else is fun. So we have a really good time. So you guys come hang out with us. Well, darn it. My Starbucks is closed this morning. I have to go somewhere else for coffee. This podcast would probably make more sense if I had more coffee. <laughs> anyway. So that's it for this podcast. Um, want to do something different. I've got a BrickLink store. It's called Central Ohio Brick Company. Um, I'll actually post it on the show notes. Anybody who shops there will get $3 off of their shipping anywhere in the world or actually I'll make it 385 so that's priority shipping either here in the United States or 385 to Canada or 385 off of their shipping to around the world just mention Brick Nebula podcast as you uh, submit your order and that will be good for uh, at least from here till the end of the year I will probably repeat this offer in the next podcast or the future ones. Uh, Again, that is Central Ohio Brick Company. Again, I'll post it and let me know what you think. Oh, you want to talk about it? I don't know. Just thought we'd just turn it back on. <laughs>